All right, welcome everyone. Akasha here, uh, nanakasha.com, and this is Bliss Life Global Healing Series from my Bliss Life podcast. So you can get Bliss Life podcast on iTunes. I think there's six or seven seasons there. They go back quite a ways. And uh, you can go to show.nanakasha.com as well. And all of this series, because they've been all videos, plus a few other podcasts and most of the podcasts going forward are video. And so they're also on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash joyful nan, all one word, joyful nan. And so also, if you want this series and all the gifts that the speakers gave and all the videos and everything in one place, you can just go to nanakasha.com slash healing, all one word, and just register there free and you'll get an access to a special page that has everything. So when this one is over live, we will get it up today onto that page and onto YouTube and onto the podcast and then we have one more in this particular series on energy medicine, and that is Saturday. So I hope you'll join me. It's going to be a live again. And what I'm going to do is channel messages from Gaia. So I'm not sure exactly how the format will, will move, but the Light Body Council, that is a council of different entities that I work with, um, they will be there and take us on a journey. Gaia is one of them. That's Mother Earth. And, um, and there's some special messages that she wants to share. Some of them might be specifically for you if you come live and some will be for everybody, I'm guessing. And um, so we'll have fun. And that's going to be at 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific. It, because it's a Saturday, so you can do that in the morning before you start your day. So I hope you'll join me live. And of course, if you miss the live one, it will be posted as well. So remember that these are encoded. The beautiful thing about digital photography is that the images that we capture are hold the essence, the actual energy. So when you look at a photo of one of my retreats and we're on the top of a pyramid at dawn on the equinox doing an activation or something, you will get that, that, that vibe, you will get that codes, those amazing energy codes from those. So what we want to do is to remember when you watch these videos, it, you can, of course, there's no time either, right? And so that might be a little difficult concept. I think people are starting to grasp that. Um, however, you can put yourself right into the moment of that full moon healing, for example, that I did last week, which was really beautiful. It was a blend of the sun and the moon in a perfect spiral balance. And uh, it was uh, for illuminating, illuminating whatever is going on in your life. What's your new path? Um, and things like that. So you can do that again. You don't have to, um, for some reason, people are being muted. Um, maybe I'll just undo that. And okay, great. So welcome everybody who's still coming on. I see we got a nice group here and um, and also, if you would want to give me any feedback on topics that you would like, I'm going to continue to do some live things. I'm not sure how often. And my podcasts are mostly going to be recorded video and audio from now on as well. And we're going to be moving into some new topics and we're going to be doing another series like this. I believe it's going to come out in August and it's called Spiritual Insights and Sacred Secrets 
for the awakening. And what that means, well, we're in the grand awakening right now. We're in the grand transformation, the grand divide, um, the societal reset, the deconstruction and reconstruction, uh, whatever it is. But the fascinating thing is what's going on and why? What's the real meaning under this hot mess that we have? What's the actual spiritual seed, <laughs> right, that is being watered and, and the soil is being cleared so that it can be birthed. We are the ones right now in charge of what is the new timeline that we're going to live in going to be like. And we can see the deconstruction happening all over. And we need to stay high. We need to stay in a high state. We need to stay as high as possible because when you stay above a force state, which is shame, guilt, grief, fear, depression, craving, addiction, anger, fear, pride, all of those states are low states where you are forced. You're, they're so heavy and constrictive that there's not a lot of energy, there's not movement, there's not flow. And of course, it engenders a very limited view. You can't see a lot of solutions, you can't see a lot of uh, purpose behind things. You can get caught into emotional turmoil. And so it's important to watch what's happening, to be involved in the things that you feel called to, and to not get dragged down into the states where you're like, this is terrible, we're all gonna die. And also when you see something happen, and there's a lot of things that are happening that are incredibly upsetting, right? They're, they're like, what? People do that? People think that? People say that? People, yes. And so we've seen this for many years now, but especially the last couple of years, that underbelly of humanity showing its ugly side. And at first it was such a shock about four years ago to say, what? Really? And yet it's really important that this comes up. So this is the age of transparency, the age that's been prophesized for millennium, uh, hundreds of years. And even though many, many people, um, I call them muggles, <laughs> are not aware or don't believe and are waiting for things to go back the way they were, they're not going back the way they were. The other thing that's really powerful right now is that all of you here, if you are in my world and you're interested in what I'm doing, then you're either new to awakening and to woo-woo and to you know, energy work and to mysteries and, and spirit and all symbols and all this amazing information and light languages that are out there, um, or you're familiar with it and you've been doing this work for a long time. However, this is different, right? This is so different. I'm loving having conversations with people about, wow, it's actually happening, you know, after all these decades of this inner work and wondering and feeling alone and not connected to a community and having, you know, because many of you, I know Mary said she's been doing shamanic practicing, you know, for, for decades as well. So, you know, many of us were wandering in the dark without even a bookstore to go to <laughs> and no internet and no communities and no online groups and no things like this. And so what a phenomenal opportunity to be a part of this deconstruction and reconstruction. So today we're going to talk about soul purpose. What is that? Well, you could call it a life purpose if you don't like the word soul. I prefer soul purpose because life purpose can, can get too much in the head. It can be planning and goals and all the conditioning. So what I want to make a distinction of before we start is understand that 
everything that we were taught when we were growing up and everything that the way the world is structured on is not what we're going to be doing from now on. The not, not even just the masculine energy over the feminine energy, those are coming into balance, right? Uh, the transparency of the corruption and the, the hatred and, and all of these things that people are carrying, that's all coming to the surface to be cleansed. So remember, a metamorphosis is not exactly an easy process, right? It's a melting down of all form, of recognizing who you are, what the way the world works, the way a government works or a college works or any of these institutions, they can't function the way they were anymore. You know, it, it, schools aren't even teaching what we currently know scientifically as truth. They're just like, well, we've had these books, so just keep teaching. You know, I, when my kids who are 22 now were in grade school, I was shocked at the stuff they were teaching them. And even in high school, I'm like, but that's not true. That science has been proven for decades to not be true. And then my kids would just say, well, mom, I just have to learn it and take the test and get on with it. So who cares? Well, I care. <laughs> so we have to acknowledge, not in a blame way, not in a judgment way, that the way we've been raised, the things, the traditions, the family uh, traditions, the religious traditions, the cultural traditions, the things that we were told are vital and important, like get a job and never leave it, or to be a responsible person, you would do X, Y, Z, or trying to please everyone else and not living your path, or putting everyone else first and doing everything for them and letting yourself get sick and tired and exhausted and not following your purpose. All of these kind of patterns, they're no longer going to work in case you hadn't noticed already, <laughs> right? So what does it mean to live your soul purpose or align with your soul purpose or discover your soul purpose? Well, many, many people know, have a sense, if not are already living at least partially what they feel is their mission and purpose. Remember, it shifts and morphs and changes as well as you go through your life. So regardless of where you are on the, the scheme of this particular life, you, you know, I'm 59 and so I've had a lot of life. I've had many lives within this life, many careers and many different uh, jobs. I've had a real estate investing company and a fashion design company and a healing company and a pet sitting company um, and on and on. And so what are all those things? I went through much of my life trying to be a people pleaser, trying, thinking I wasn't good enough, I had to overachieve, I had to please my parents and please other people and constantly try to figure out you know, what to do to be good enough and all this kind of stuff. Well, those patterns need to die. So if you've been working on them like I have for many years and letting them go and releasing them, they aren't the easiest things to break free from because many of them came with us with our, in our DNA or in our soul or from our ancestors or were given to us in our families. I was raised in the Midwest in Chicago by a banker and a nurse who are very hardworking, honest people, and they taught me work hard, suffer a lot, <laughs> don't, don't embarrass me, don't think you're great, but be really, really good at what you do. And um, the more you suffer, the better person you are. So those patterns existing inside of me have created a certain kind of life. I've overworked. I've been an, uh, a workaholic. I've been um, extremely exhausted and gone through ups and downs. Now, I've achieved a lot as well. I've built many businesses. I've made a lot of money. I've lost a lot of money. I've gone through a horrific divorce. 
Um, I've had a daughter die. I've adopted my twins. And so all the things in your life, they all have a purpose, whether they were sort of wandering off the path of your mission or your purpose or not, there's a reason. Now, you might have been able to take a different path, but there's no point in thinking about that. And that's one of the, the conditionings that, we're, that we kind of do, like judging ourselves and criticizing ourselves and other people and blaming ourselves and other people. You know, why isn't this like that? And feeling entitled and wishing we had done it differently. And well, I needed the money, but it came at the last minute. And I really wish it had come in a different way. Wow, right? We've been so structured inside of a space that isn't giving us time to just be. So this pandemic, this quarantine that we've been through, and there are places opening up now, but we've been two and a half months or so, right? In this rest, in this pause. And not only has the earth been able to heal and the animals and the, and the waters, and boy, I, I don't hear a lot of conversation around how we're gonna maintain that, once people get out again. Um, however, it's been a phenomenal pause for us as well. So many people have struggled with having to be alone or having to be cooped up with other people that create stress. And yet, as we relaxed into it, so many people realized, oh, this slower lifestyle, this time to myself, this lack of rushing around with huge agendas, this spending more time with my family or with myself or with spirit, this has been vital in our evolution. And so right now, what I've seen is in my students and clients and friends and colleagues is new openings, actually, because as we shed, as this hot mess is happening and the whole world is upside down, I mean, we just had this massive tropical storm. There's still floods. People lost their crops. Nobody can get to us. We're hoping somebody can deliver us some food today, but our road is flooded. And... Um, and we've got, you know, all kinds of these things happening right around the planet on top of the human drama. And what do all these things mean? Look at the energy of it. Go underneath to the energy. When you do that, you drop out of the story, you drop out of the drama, you drop out of the emotion, and you just look at the energy. The energy is in breakdown, meltdown, um, revealing, transparency transparency, right? So we're seeing inside of these old structures and the same thing is happening to you. So to you and to me. So the cool thing is, is that years ago, I had a particular format of what I called a soul reading that I did for people. What I do now is different than that, but I did, I don't know, a couple hundred of them. <laughs> and it was fascinating, right? To see inside of people, the structure that they came in with, uh, the purpose, the talents, the powers, the fears that they brought with from uh, from their soul level. So at a soul level, and what I mean by saying soul is that this is you, but the you that encompasses all levels of you. So as the physical being, we have the lowest level of consciousness. This is the slowest we can vibrate. And so we're not uh, actively connected to all levels of the truth of who we are. We have an emotional body, we have a mental body, right? We know we have a mind, it thinks, we know we have emotions. And these are bodies, right? There's bodies and bodies and layers and layers and layers of energy bodies all around us. These bodies contain patterns 
It contains structures. It contains sacred patterns. This is light. This is consciousness. These are codes. This is energy. And what we decide before we come back as a soul. So a soul has many lifetimes and your many lifetimes are parallel. Everything exists right now. That means every version of you exists right now. If you decide, I don't want to be in relationships where I'm abused anymore. I'm actually saying no to that. And I'm consciously going in to find and change the patterns that have caused that so that I can move into having loving relationships. And you begin to align with that timeline, with that uh, version of you that has loving relationships and harmony and loves yourself and speaks up, right? So all those possibilities are there. But because of the way we were raised, because of the goals we've been chasing, because of the over busyness and the adrenal fatigue and the workaholism and whatever else has been going on, it's very hard to hear our inner voice. It's very hard to hear that call. And if you've been doing this, you know, doing your spiritual work or your meditation or your reading or writing or whatever is your thing to tune into yourself, you know that that voice is getting stronger, right? So we have uh, more light languages than you could imagine available for you to receive information from. You are an antenna. Um, we even have a light antenna as part of your spiritual anatomy uh, that we activate in Light Body School. And what happens is your pineal gland, which is your uh, crown chakra gland in your, in your uh, brain, which is part of that whole third eye complex, pituitary pineal and all that, is an antenna. But when it's calcified, shut down and hardened and atrophied and shriveled, can't pick up any information. So a lot of what we're doing is shedding and healing so that we can become an antenna. And what that pineal does is it can reach into all different realms. It can receive light languages. It can receive codes, visions, images, feelings, sensations. Whatever way you receive information in this is perfect and fine, and it will change and it will grow, but just don't worry about it. Now, your sole purpose in this life uh, is being you. <laughs> and this is the thing we've been told not to be, right? Uh, I was very definitely told as a child, you're too. You're just too everything. You're too loud. You're too happy. You're too trusting. You're too spontaneous. Just stop, 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 stop all that. And so like many of you, I shut that down and tried to figure out what everybody wanted and be it for them. And then it got exhausted. And you know that you can't please other people. You certainly can do it maybe once or twice and it feels great, but then it goes away. And so it's a hamster wheel. Get off of it. Get off of it now and start listening to your inner voice. It's, it's difficult at first to trust your inner voice, to trust the inner visions, to interpret them, to know that you're following them. And sometimes we get very attached to the information we receive and we will, but I did what I, I, I thought it, it didn't work out the way I expected. This is the world we're going into. Stop with the expectations. Yes. Think, I want harmonious relationships. I want a slender, fit, uh, flexible body. I, I want to know what my purpose is. I want to step more fully into embodying. I know I'm meant for something bigger. I know that I'm meant to do something to help the world. I know all these things. This is what's been coming, right? This is what's been coming. A stronger call. Um, I've done some healing sessions recently with some clients where 
it was almost stunning as they spoke to me. I was just like taking notes going, wow, this is just, it, it's almost a template for exactly what's happening to humanity. I know I'm meant for something bigger. I know that my calling is here. I'm ready to step into it. I've done a lot of work towards it, but there's still one or two things blocking me, or I still can't seem to take action, or I'm still not clear on the path right? So what I want to do today is do small little readings. I can't do a full reading for you guys, but do a few for the people uh, that I can get to on this list. And um, also what I'm looking for for you is what is the primary block that you have right now to fully understanding, knowing, receiving, following, stepping into, embodying your purpose. And the purpose, of course, like I said, is to be you, but most people are not being you. They are being what their dad wanted them to be or being what their husband thinks they should be or being what their friends want or being what they think will make them money, right? And that's the facade that has to drop. And what I've seen since the beginning of 2020, uh, our massive, massive, massive breakdown a year here is that new openings are also happening within your energy field. So what I'm going to do for each of you that I get to is I'm going to look, I'm going to scan your, your field and I'm going to tune in and I'm just going to let you know what comes to me about what may be blocking you from fully embodying or understanding or knowing what your purpose is and what new openings are in your field that you may or may not be aware of. How that will come through, I'm not exactly sure. Now, I do do these readings one-on-one -on -one. And if you go to my website, nanakasha.com, uh, I do have a special for this June, uh, I call it a solstice special. Whereas if you buy one of these readings, you get my shamanic journey with Jaguar. And that's a super powerful shamanic journey. I think it's about an hour and I design the music and the sound healing in it, as well as I take you on that journey. And Jaguar is one of my favorite Oh, she's over there, um, is one of my favorite animal guides because she, the Maya believed that she taught them how to live on the earth, right? She can move silently, see in the dark. Think about that. See through the shadows, see through the blocks, see through the things that um, are being manipulated or changed um, or holding you back. So what a perfect opportunity is to get that as well and repeat it as often as you like. It's a beautiful, relaxing journey and it's going to bring all kinds of realizations to you. So she came to me and asked if she could please be a gift. So if you wanna do one of those readings, go to nanakasha.com, scroll down a little bit, you'll see it right there. And also there's some other sessions there. I also have one month and three month packages. If you want to go deeper, they're not on the website. Currently, I'm not sure if we're going to do them. I can only work with about two people at a time. And so if you're interested in that, just send us an email at support at nanakasha.com and we'll discuss it because right now is the transformation. And you might be wondering, well, what's happening to me? I'm awakening and it's freaking me out. Or, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have an interest in what I used to do. Or what if I leave my job? Or what if I lost my job? What do I do now? And, and all of these things. And so this is what I'm hearing from people is I'm ready and I just don't know what direction to go or what's blocking me. So that's what we're going to look at. Okay. All right. Good. Let's see if there's anything else coming. Nope. Okay. Cool. All right. Let me just check the chat now. 
God, Grace Kelly. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love Grace Kelly. <laughs> um, uh, Joan. The other thing I want to ask you to do, because I can tell already I won't get to all of you today. I have a private healing uh, in, in a couple hours or, or whenever. And um, I have, from each of the ones we've done, we haven't managed to get to everybody. And so um, what I would love is if you would, um, I'm giving Donna your names. Uh, she's got the chat but we may not have your email or know what it is. So if you want to put your email here, you can send it to me privately. You don't have to share it with everybody. Or if you just send Donna an email, uh, support at nanakasha.com and say, I put my name in for a reading or a healing, but I didn't get it. Then we're going to create either a special call just for you or some other way for me to get to you, okay? So don't worry. And Grace Kelly, I absolutely love that. Hi, Francine, honey. And Francine and Gosh, all these cool names. You know, my, my given name was Nancy, and I wasn't really a, a fan of that at all, because in the Midwest, it's Nancy. And uh, thanks, Donna. That's great for putting that up there. So Donna put her email up there and um, she will, like I said, she, we take these, the chat window and, um, and look at and make a list, but we're not sure, like Shea, we're not sure what your email is. We, we tried to figure it out. So, um, okay. Yeah. And so what we might do is just actually have a special call just for the people that asked. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I was just tuning in to see if there was something else. All right, great. All right. Okay, so first we're going to relax and tune into the Infinity Healing Chamber, which I created before you came on, and just get um, ourselves present. We're already in it, and um, I can feel <laughs> I can feel some of the uh, the light body council moving around. They're they're weaving some kind of an interesting web or something around us. Huh? I don't know what that is. That's very pretty though. Okay. So take a few deep breaths in through your nose. And on the first one, just say, be here now. Hold it as long as you can. Always hold that breath and watch it and feel it. The intention is that it moves through your body, mind, all the levels of you to clear and cleanse what's no longer needed. <sighs> And when you sigh with your out breath, it actually relaxes your body about three times more. So it's a wonderful tool. 
And I also, I see that breath when I let it go out of my mouth, like a waterfall, like a wave moving through all the other parts of me and washing everything down into Gaia. Thank you, Gaia. Take a deep breath in and declare in your heart, be a clear and open channel to my highest good and what is optimal for me at this time. Oh, that was a nice one, you guys. And one more nice deep breath in through your nose. Feel it expanding out through your mind, your emotions, your entire light body. And declare, be an excellent receiver. Good. We give great thanks to the gold ray, the 12th ray of creation that holds all the other rays within it, forming a cone of light above and below us. So just tune in and feel that cone of light. You might see it above you or below you, you might feel the warmth, that golden spiritual sunlight, gold God ray is filled with information, and it's just beaming down and pulling out whatever is optimal. So we're just acknowledge that as one of our healing allies today. And now see and feel that you're wrapped in the all-seeing eye, just like an eye shape, a vesica Pisces shape. And I find everyone experiences this differently. To me, it's like this gorgeous lounge with these two huge eye-shaped windows on either side. And I can see into any dimension in past, present, and future. There's access to everything. And the place is beautifully decorated and comfortable. And there's this gorgeous lounge chair that I lay in. You can see, feel, and create this in any way you like. And surrounding us is a sphere of the flower of life, a white light sphere with the pattern of all creation, all the building blocks. So everything you need to create, to uncreate, everything you need is here and access to everything in any time, in any dimension, including your higher self, your I am presence, your body elemental, your karmic skills and your, uh, a gateway to abundance in your stellar gateway. All things are easily accessible here. And then this whole space has been activated to the speed of infinity. At zero point stillness, one with the infinite field all possibilities, all versions exist here. So feel that peace relaxing you, dropping deeper into the moment. Tune into your own guides that may be here that are optimal for you at this time, your higher self, your I am presence and your body elemental forming a trinity a pyramid around you and beginning to weave a connection back 
to your soul blueprint. Declare in your heart, I am ready and willing. I am open and receptive to receive the guidance, the wisdom, the knowledge that is optimal for me at this time. And I am open and receptive and ready and willing to release all that keeps me from seeing and knowing and understanding my true purpose and all that blocks me from fully embracing, embodying, seeing and following my true path. And all of these amazing guides, all these conscious energies in this chamber are moving around, weaving and opening. You may feel sensations in different parts of your body or your chakras, all parts of you. They're doing a beautiful little cleanse and reweaving. So I'm gonna just do a nice infinity weave tower and reinforce your light antenna. It creates some movement and some cross flow so we can see more clearly into what's happening for you. All right, so I'm being asked to ask everyone, even those of you who may not get or want a, a reading, to just relax and hold a space of welcoming, a welcoming, loving, open space within you. You may feel the opening in your solar plexus, your heart, your throat, your third eye, wherever it, if you feel it, it's fine. I am ready to align with my soul purpose, my soul blueprint, and my soul signature frequency to create a clearer, more open channel to awaken my abilities to hear, see, remember, understand, interpret, and receive light languages, codes, messages, guidance, energy, inspiration. Relax and see if you can open your field. You're in a safe, safe place. And if you relax and just open, 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 good. And now declare that you are ready and willing to release the blocks, agreements, attachments, karmic knots, beliefs, thoughts, obligations, self-image, plans and goals that no longer serve you, that block or hinder your highest good, and your clear and open connection to your true mission. <laughs> 
and purpose. I am willing to accept that I am here with a purpose and whatever that purpose is, that it's perfect for me and the way in which I'm meant to do it is optimal and to release the judgment around what it is, how it unfolds and I'm ready and willing to let go of all those structures in my life that are not operating for my highest good at this time. All right, good. I'm seeing some nice shifts, open deconstructions. Great. Okay, let's see. Okay, Julie B. <laughs> Bovigny, I think. Well, the first thing I see is a crown. Uh, it's a, quite a large crown, uh, gold crown. It's got some jewels. It's got those dips with little balls on each thing. Um, you have a very powerful command center. That's what I call the third eye chakra, pituitary, ajna, and the crown chakra, pineal blended together this becomes your command center your access to your higher self to all this other information and the integration into your physical body so this is it's it's very violet and purple and really um, glowing so you definitely have a lot of possibilities here a lot of powers here that you have you're a visionary you seem to be very it comes and goes. So it seems like you're very connected, but then it fades. You're very connected and then it fades. So there's some doubt. There's a little bit of um, distraction. You know, you get busy in your life and so it fades. It comes back. Uh, this is definitely an area for you to continue to grow and expand. Um, the crown is very... Uh, strongly seated onto your head. It is almost like it's fused there. Um, remember, we have a crown chakra that actually has coronets, those little points that come out like light all around up here. And they're usually not all awakened or activated. I'm not seeing the light, but this gold crown is so strongly embedded for you that this is a connection you've had many, many times. And I'm hearing something like nine significant lifetimes that you have had this power, this connection. This isn't royalty um, type of crown. This is a crown signifying your powers as a sole purpose and your abilities to create 
that clear connection to live uh, with a constant flow and communication. Now let me see if there's, no, okay, don't look there, got it. It's interesting, the, the, the crown is so solid, so real, uh, so completely formed, and your body is not. Is there, sorry, yeah. So there's a disconnect, um, yeah, there's a disconnect to your spiritual self, your spiritual abilities, your um, visionary, your multidimensional skills, and being fully in your body. Your body isn't appearing at all to me. So uh, for this particular purpose in reading, what that's showing me is that you need to embody your purpose. You need to come more into your body, feel safe to exist in your body, to make peace with it, to connect with it, to trust it, uh, and to feel safe. So there's, oh, okay. So there's um, seven uh, relevant, seven relevant experiences of some form of being separated from your body, beheaded, hanged, uh, throat slit. Some of the other ones aren't physical, uh, but we can be gagged or held back emotionally, mentally, manipulated, uh, forced, threatened, or within ourselves, not feel safe fully expressing who we are. So for you, the biggest block right now is embodying this and bringing it into your body, living through it, letting this information flow, getting some, I'm going to do some weaving from your neck, allowing you to come fully into your heart and then feel even safer to come down into your root, sit in your body and be here. It hasn't been safe in the past to fully express these powers. You have very strong um, psychic, spiritual energy powers. You're able to perceive a lot very clearly. So as you, yeah, as you acknowledge that and you decide, they're telling me you need to make a decision. You need to consciously make a choice. I am going to be fully here. I am going to fully accept, embody, remember, and use my skills and bring them into my physical reality. So there's different levels of agreements that you made in many lives. It's not safe to be spiritual or psychic. It's not safe to tell people who you are. It's not safe to use these skills. People can't be trusted. You get killed or outcast or whatever if you do this. Oh, you know, your neck is starting to take shape already. So that's it. Thank you. All right. Wow, Julie, I'm excited to see what's going to happen from there. <sighs> All right, let me clear that space. Oh, Denise Ray, the divine Denise Ray. All right. 
So when I do this, if you're curious, I'm doing a process called heart to heart weaving um, from infinity light weaving. Uh, that's infinitylightweaving.com. It's 50% off right now for an incredible um, course on energy work and activations, all kinds of stuff. Very, very, very cheap right now. Um, but I connect heart to heart, mind to mind, higher self to higher self. I am presence to I am presence, up to source. And create what I call a golden triangle. The energy comes down from source through each of us our hearts across and back up and so the flow is going in both directions is perfect balance and in this way and in this place I do everything only for what is optimal for you so there might be more information yes but it's if it's not optimal for you right now or for me to share it with you then it's not going to come through so all right Denise 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 Well, <laughs> the, what's highlighted for you, Denise, is your throat, that your purpose is strongly tied to your throat. And there's a huge band of energy goes way, way out. Can't even see the edges of it. Comes right through this center of your throat. And it's very powerful. It's very strong. It's kind of a dark color. It's not dark black or anything but it's just a very visible uh, it's it's already your throat is already connected out and out and out through layer and layer and layer of who you are very much like even past your light body um, let me see if it goes this way let's just turn you around yeah, it's very interesting. Okay, what else? Pull it down. Let's see. Ah, okay. So what they're showing me is that you have this very strong connection. Now remember your throat chakra, your energy center here. This is related to your thyroid. Thyroid is a big deal for your whole body. It cannot balance, it cannot function properly without this. This is your center of creativity, self-expression, higher truth, higher wisdom. So expression and communication, that doesn't mean just with your voice out loud. Your energy center here performs a lot of communication, a lot of connection that has nothing to do with verbally speaking. And you're very, very grounded in this area. This is your number one most powerful currently and most um, structured, most uh, manifested uh, space area for you to um, connect. You can reach very far into higher wisdom, into your own truth. You can connect with creativity, divine creativity. You can channel all kinds of information. You can bring in, the creativity is sparkling, like, you know, the, the, the kinds of things that you can create. And so what, what the guidance you're being given is that this 
is a very solid, grounded, existing structure. But the rest of your body, both above and below, is not as connected. And so there's a disconnect when you go to take your creative expression and put it into the world. To go down into your body, to bring it more manifest into the world today, or to go up into higher realms. Now, you reaching out to all kinds of spaces this way, and this is the optimal way for you to do it, is actually through this center. Um, there's, I'm hearing orator. You were an orator. You were um, a speaker, uh, like a town crier, like the one with the wisdom. Uh, there's a lot of this history, a lot of this wisdom for you here. Communication through all forms uh, can come through you very powerfully. But what they want you to do is start to pull it down into your heart. So if you just weave from your throat down into your heart, just a small loop. And just feel, imagine that you're opening a door in this band, this connection you have, and you're just bringing it into the heart just a little bit. All right, it needs a connection. It needs a um, grounding. Remember, your heart center is the, is the place where the lower and the higher energy centers meet and blend, but it's also your generator, your soul's brain. And through here is where you make sense of what you have, the abilities you have. It's where it puts it into the right spaces and creates the picture of what is this for me? And the other thing is, is they want you to pull that energy up over your ears, into your ears. There's something about you beginning to use that. And your ears are interesting, right? Because they do hear physical things, but they do other things, right? They do balance. And of course here, this is connected with the third eye chakra. This is in the band of the pituitary and um, it's, you know, there's the, everything is connected up here through the eyes. So if you imagine and you pull that energy up and you just weave it, and it looks to me like hooking it over your ear, right? But this is energy. This is, oh good, I'm already seeing, this is going to bring the above and the below into a flow and allow you to take some of this higher truth of wisdom and creativity that you have access to and bring it in. You're going to hear more, you're going to see more, and you're going to feel more uh, on your path. So this is about, your invitation right now is to expand your senses and be with them. So when you get an inspiration or, or power or creativity or uh, higher truth, come kind of a message, Sit with it, bring it into your heart, and bring it up here into this area around your ears. Then you're going to have more senses and more facilities in which to integrate it with. The biggest block that you've had is how to integrate your creativity, your talent uh, into the world, into the way the world has been structured. And you're like a little minstrel. You're sort of like leading happily, you know, people uh, into uh, down the path and to lovely places. And there's, there's hasn't been 
a complete integration with all of this creativity into this current life yet. And so this will start, I'm already seeing it spread a little bit. This will start to help it spread into your body. No, there's nothing else except for that I'm seeing this, this point here. Again, this is your pituitary or your third eye or Ajna chakra right here like an eye, like we often do see in some pictures, that third eye like a very eye. And so what this is going to do is bring the communication and flow and access you have here up into your eye, down into your heart. Uh, the other thing you can do, Denise, is the Atlantean wand. It's another thing. Um, you may have learned it at the retreat, um, but this is an infinity weave from the infinity light weaving course where we take the energy from the heart. It crosses in the throat. So this is a, a figure eight or an infinity and then goes all across the third eye and crosses in the throat and into the heart. This is, oh yeah, this is good. This is gonna be perfect because it's bringing this information and energy into the throat, crossing the energy from the heart. So it's going to even open this center more and it's gonna connect it above and below. Okay, good. So um, if you would put in the chat window after I do your reading, um, any feedback um, about what you thought or felt or whether you know what that means or anything, that would be lovely. I would love to hear that. All right, let me just cleanse. When I do that, that's what we call a cosmic cleanse. It's using the violet flame and the green violet ray, which is the seventh and eighth ray of creation, to cleanse and clear our bodies, light bodies, minds, everything. Clear the field. Very powerful because the seventh ray of violet flame is a transmutational ray. And I like to just clear that energy out. Okay, whoever's next is wanting some heart energy. Dawn. Okay, Dawn. Okay, interesting. So Dawn, I need you to relax. Maybe take a breath, let it go. Let your shields down. You have a lot of shields, energetic shields uh, up around your energy field in your light body. Many of these aren't conscious, some of them are. Yeah, so definitely the block is these layers of protection. And we all do this. We put beliefs, thoughts, patterns, uh, 
energy structures in all different areas of the body down into the DNA and the cells that are formed in those moments of fear and breakdown and death and passion and uh, drama. And you've got many, many layers that say, it's not safe to be me. It's not safe to be seen. It's not safe to be heard. It's not safe to express. It's not safe to be myself. It's not safe to be, we have something right here. What is that? It's almost like you took your halo. Okay, remember your halo is what happens when you activate your pineal. You decalcify it and you consciously, continuously activate it. Um, it actually, there's crystals in it. And when you activate it, um, you can, you create a glow. There's an actual measurable light. Um, it's like uh, those glow in the dark uh, things in the sea. And out your halo pops. So halos are very real. Um, all the different paintings and many different genres where you saw something that was showing you that that person was awakened in that area. Um, yours is tilted back. <laughs> if you flipped your hat back and it's sort of attached but sticking out the back direction. So you definitely took the halo off. There was many times when you disconnected from the abilities that you have uh, because they weren't safe. Okay, so I'm seeing now many of the layers rather than just a, a very, um, you're very good <laughs> at being hidden. You're very, very good at being hidden. You're very good at camouflage, so to speak, um, not letting people see who you really are. And a lot of that is to yourself as well. Okay, now I know why I'm holding this, okay. So I have a, um, a black obsidian here in my right hand and it's uh, obsidian is where I live here in Maya land. This was one of their, their resources and they used quite a lot in many ways, but it's an incredible stone. Uh, the consciousness of this stone is protective it absorbs negative energy, it absorbs fear energy, dark energies, constrictive energies, um, and it even pulls bruises and traumas out of the body. So we're just, um, we're really working this for you to help to pull out some of these things and to give you a protective layer. This hand, I've got a rose quartz heart and um, this is helping to going very much deep into your heart to help you see, feel, and trust that it's safe to be in your heart and to be seen. Oh, there you are. I saw a little peek. <laughs> okay, so. Ah, okay. So your skills, what I'm being told is that you don't have to let go of all these layers. You have to let go of the energy underneath them that is attached to fear. Because you have a skill, uh, you have a skill of being unseen. You have a skill of being able to move between the worlds, very much like Jaguar, to be invisible, to be one with things. And this is a very important skill. However, 
it's one that you've hidden from yourself as well. Um, it looks like you've had glimpses. It looks like you've even had uh, times of very full awareness of your abilities, but there isn't an integration yet with who you're meant to be in this life, the life your soul intended, uh, because there's too many layers still of beliefs and structures that you've built around you at a soul level. So your soul structure, your soul blueprint for this life is very powerfully embedded <laughs> with the desire and the structure to release the fear-based patterns and agreements that created these layers uh, to keep you invisible and to retain your ability to cloak yourself, so to speak, to, to move into any world and to look like you blend in. This is a very powerful skill, especially at this time, as we're moving in the transition times, probably for three to seven years, we're going to have the breakdown and the fear and the awakening and the light. And you're able to move very um, silently, unseen, uh, between these worlds, it makes you have a lot of power to infiltrate um, and do what I call love bombs, like bring love, bring light, plant seeds, move into the places where there's a lot of darkness, whether it's people or families or, or you know, places um, unseen, like people don't know uh, what you're doing. And this is, of course, not to manipulate, not to do anything to other people, but to bring the wisdom, bring the light into these places. Okay, so what I'm seeing now, Dawn, is that uh, Uraeus, uh, Uraeus is like um, the snake uh, headdress that you see in Egypt, or a lot of cultures had it where the headdress has the snake right here. This is also a symbol of an awakened 30, third eye. The all-seeing eye in Egypt is called the wajet. The snake coming out the front um, is nekbet. The vulture at the back is wajet. And the eye in the middle is your all-seeing eye, the structure in your brain. And so um, this is, this is uh, yes. So you have a strong connection actually I'm seeing Egypt and also some other places, maybe Sumeria and I don't know anything about Babylon, but I'm hearing Babylon or Babylonia. Um, you were very powerful. You were very powerful. You were at a high level and there was both powerful good and powerful corruption that happened um, with this power. However, you're still very, uh, you have this, you have this awakened, the structure of this awakened eye. So the vulture is showing your higher self coming down, right? The wings, bringing it in and your inner eye transforms that information and then manifests it into the world through the, the snake, uh, the uraeus there. And so this is one of the reasons why you've been cloaked is there is both the fear uh, of retribution, uh, the fear of being seen, the fear of your own power and your own skills mixed with um, 
there's also some very powerful uh, mystical skills that you have and abilities to to transform to bring in energy uh, information and see things project them in the world you're a very powerful manifester as a matter of fact okay so they're asking for Dawn for you to tune into rose quartz crystal and to labradorite, I mean obsidian, and to um, to allow these consciousnesses, these crystal energies of Gaia's body, to help you with this transformation with whatever you received from this. Um, those are going to continue the the love and the protection, the love and the cleansing of the dark. Uh, because it's what it's time for you right now to integrate this great powers that you have um, and but to keep the ability to be seen sometimes and not be seen sometimes but to release all the layers of fear around that power because um, you are very very powerful all right <laughs> wow what amazing beings you guys are unbelievable Now, I want to remind you all to cleanse yourselves when you leave a call like this, because when you're in the chamber, it's between the worlds. You've got all the energies. It's very safe. But you want to, when you leave, just make sure that you're not carrying anybody else's energy. Or if something got loosened up for you to release, that you let it go before you move into your light, your day. Um, okay, let's see what we got here. Ooh, it's 111. How about a magical? So we get that. Um, and I'm going to move to Karen Sue and All right, I'm going to move to Karen Sue. Well, you have a very, very big, I was going to say a big belly. <laughs> I'm talking about energy, right? Your solar plexus, um, your belly, your solar plexus or central sun chakra. Um, you actually have a 12th chakra that's your central sun chakra. This is your inner sun, uh, your willpower, your light, your ability to take action and, um, and your heart. You have a huge heart. Now, the heart isn't quite as clear, but your solar plexus is very powerful um, and it's very bright. It's very, um, it's just full. And this is not common 
for people. Uh, most people are afraid to take their power, afraid to exercise their will, um, afraid to create that connection from the heart down into the root through this solar plexus because that means you're growing, right? You take that sun, you put, infuse your heart purpose into the sun and then it goes into the sacral, plants the seeds and goes into the root and creates a grounded uh, purpose into your body. So this is a very amazing thing that you've got going on here. And um, okay. The first thing is they want you to work with your solar plexus because this is your natural place of power. You actually hold a lot of light. Um, however, it's not as, um, it's a little bit stagnant, although it is bright and clear. And I don't see a lot of those. Um, also, when I look at you from the side, it doesn't go out. You know, your, your, your chakras, your energy centers are spherical in every direction, 360 degrees. And it's coming out this way, like a belly, um, but not so developed out this way. What does that mean? It means we live in a time-space continuum. It's like a tube of energy, and it makes our life seem linear instead of everything at once. And so behind us is all of that spirit, all that wisdom, all the knowledge, everything. And in front is where we're projecting out, where we're moving into the world. So your projection into the world is very strong. You're very anchored into the world, especially right here. Um, and you feel strong here. You hold your center here um, in the world. You're not having that in your non-physical world. You don't feel as solid. You're not feeling um, as connected to that power. Oh, there we go. It's starting to open. Very nice. Um, there's also your 12th chakra is your central sun chakra. And then there's the central sun for all the multiverses. The central sun sends energy through our sun into your 12th chakra and down into your solar plexus. And so this is an opportunity for you to see and open these pathways from these different layers of the sun. Remember the sun is, is, is not just energy to warm up and grow plants, but it grows us. It's divine codes and divine energy. The solar flares that are happening more and more powerfully right now are only dangerous for us if we don't develop this. So you're actually feeding off of that. You're really uh, absorbing it. You're receiving a lot of energy and a lot of codes and information right now from the solar flares. And your ability to use it is um, just a little bit stunted. It's, it's almost like it's two-dimensional rather than three-dimensional or multi-dimensional. But um, so create that connection feel a conscious flow from the central sun through our sun into your 12th chakra and then down through your belly, your solar plexus and back. And if you practice this every day, creating that flow, sitting, excuse me, with it, receiving the information, there's a lot of information in here. Now, I'm not seeing your legs. I'm not seeing your body. I'm just seeing this and your heart. Um, your heart is very strong as well, but you're not letting the light into your heart as much. There's a fear.
okay, it's not as much a fear, although it's based in fear, um, of allowing your full power to come through to your heart. Uh, there's almost a sense that it'll explode me. It'll be too much. It'll break my heart. It'll blow me up. Um, I'm seeing that you were a... A sun watcher. I think it's Aztec. Some kind of a culture that uh, the Maya had, had sky watchers, people who sat at the top of different structures all night and watched the star, stars in the sky and the celestial patterns. It's how they made a very complicated and very accurate calendar um, and a lot of other cultures do. Uh, this is a sun culture. It is a, a lot of cultures worshiped the sun, so to speak. Um, revered, understood, uh, used the energies. And um, this is why you've carried this. This was a very powerful lifetime. You were the premier sun god interpreter for a very, very large civilization because it's more than one city. It's like a major city with many outlying areas uh, and you were very good and i mean good not just good at what you did but a very good person you were very good about balance and you understood that containing and holding this energy within you was important so you really learned to embody it it's why you brought that with you from that particular life intentionally into this life and you have these skills deeply embedded in you they are very strong there hasn't been a full embodiment yet but not because you've done anything wrong or whatever. It's just because the time hasn't been ripe. The time is ripe now. The time is ripe now. And you're a light bearer or light leader. There's some, some, some kind of idea around that. Uh, that igniting and owning the solar plexus center is so much more than what people think. And your wisdom of the sun, uh, of the information from the sun, of how to translate that information is, oh, your pineal is starting to tap. It's starting to click. Interesting, because we do, we take sunlight into our pineal. Uh, that's one of the things that awakens it. So you have this skill, you have this ability, and it really is ready, it's time, very strongly hearing it's time it's time it's time for you to reaccess the skills but let it spread into the rest of your body let me see if there's a block wow what beautiful visions gold if you have gold things i would recommend that if you if you have a a pyramid sculpture um not like the the egyptian pyramids but the step pyramids you know of the uh, aztec and maya um, And sun gods, you're, you're, you're already very familiar with sun gods, quote unquote, you know, entities that come, that embody or represent the different aspects of light rays from the sun. 
And these are your guides. You can call them in. Uh, they really want to reconnect with you in a more powerful way. Uh, you have been using them. Uh, you have been communicating with them. Uh, you've managed to anchor and maintain this very powerful sphere, but now it's time to almost let it like this was the seed you came in with. Let it begin to glow and grow. So I'm seeing you just visualizing and imagining it, letting it grow both directions, out, short and back, and then up. And just very slowly let that sun, uh, that light into your heart. Uh, heart first is what I'm hearing. And then organically, once these two really flow, you'll feel that energy going down into the sacral and into the root. Those are uh, different purposes of those, but it needs to, it's bringing your will into your sacred center, your secrets and uh, your creativity and your powers, and then grounding it into this world through the root. Now your, your feet chakras, which are the balls of your feet, are glowing like little suns as well. These are very important chakras. So tap your feet, the balls of your feet, run sunlight energy through them. They're like a drain. They help move energy out. And um, you have like two little suns in there as well. So when you walk, be conscious that you are stepping with that light, uh, that it's going everywhere you leave. Like I'm seeing little, little footprints, little light prints everywhere you go. Very, very powerful. Is there anything else? The only other thing I'm hearing, uh, Karen, Sue, is that your biggest block right now is believing or allowing yourself to be as powerful as you really are. And to remember, this isn't about you being powerful over people, right? This is about you being a light and a leader. Uh, leaders don't necessarily get on TV. Uh, they lead by example first, and then you will know uh, how and who to share this with. So the most important thing right now is to expand that connect with those sun gods, the sun rays. If you can watch the sunrise or sunset, or at least go out once a day, feel the sun, embrace it, let it come in through your skin. This is your power uh, element for sure. Okay, great. Oh, you guys are amazing. Some of these images I'm seeing are like, wow. Okay. I'm going to do Gwen Chippendale. Gwen? Gwen? Gwen or Gwen? Okay. Mm, what a beautiful flow. 
that gold um, source energy is flowing very beautifully between us. Very nice. Okay. When you have wheels of life, wheels, there's a lot of spinning wheels in your energy field. Um, they're spinning and almost like little cogs. Some of them connect to other little wheels, uh, like the inside of an old clock, right? That had all these little circles with little teeth on the edges that turn each other. Um, wheels, ooh, ugh. I'm getting nauseated. Um, <laughs> I'm getting motion sick. That's so funny. Um, wheels are your source of strength. Uh, you're very clear on the wheel of time, the wheel of life, the wheel of seasons, the wheels of the different um, cycles uh, throughout the cosmos. And you're just like a, a lot of wheels moving. Oh, there it is. I see it now. So they're showing me all these wheels that are connected within your energy field and they're all moving, but there's a disconnect and it's in your heart, but it's at the back of your heart. It's sort of hidden. And so all the cogs up here that are connecting and bringing information down, they sort of get lost here, but the ones down below from your heart below, they're all working as well. So let's look here. It's almost like um, a dial on a safe, you know, where you dial in a, a, the passcode and open it. Um, so there's a very powerful treasure that you have locked away in your heart and you're not allowing that particular wheel to connect with all these other ones. So there's a disconnect between your inspiration, your ideas, your decisions up here, and when you try to take action. Uh, there's some kind of, you know, it might appear like a, I want to do it, but I procrastinate, or I want to do it, and I go do it for a while, but then I don't know where to go, or it doesn't quite work, or it doesn't sink, or it doesn't connect. There's that sense of lack of sinking, you know, all these wheels have to sink together, and um, there's something that you have locked away in your heart center, put it to the back, put a big safe around it, and uh, it's time for you to find and open that. That piece will connect all of this and you'll start to flow. You'll start to be able to go from idea to action, to peace, to waiting. You'll be able to be in all the phases of deconstruction, construction, creativity, and so on. Um, but with a flow and now there's some flow and then it stops and then there's some flow and it stops and it might initiate up this way, but it, it, it breaks and it might initiate down this way, but it, it, it breaks and it gets through. It's not that you don't do anything, um, but this piece is, it looks, I can kind of see in the safe and all I can see is it looks like a wheel has spokes similar to this kind of thing. And um, the wheel of wisdom, wheel of knowledge, 
wisdom. Wisdom with action. Something happened that broke your heart and it's not just one time. It's also happened in this life. You've been heartbroken a few times. And even though it looks like in this life, you had this open uh, at different times, a little bit as a child, and then a few other moments in life where you felt joy, you felt a flow. But you have this safe and you lock away that part of your heart very quickly, automatically, unconsciously, the minute that something feels like it's um, safe isn't the right word. I'm just feeling into it. It's almost like the weather, the temperature, you're like all the elements need to be just perfect for you to be willing to bring out this part of your heart. And in the meantime, you function very well. You look like you're functioning very well in the world, but there's this piece missing. And this piece is what's vital for you right now. So it's not just about deciding it's safe for you to be in your heart or expose it. It's different than that. Uh, you know that if you put this piece in motion, that things will be in motion. And there's some kind of resistance, there's hesitation for you moving forward into that flow and action from above and below and above and below. But you love the flow. You love the flow. So this, this, this holding back and hiding is a pattern that's been reinforced many times uh, for significant lifetimes and hearing. And this one, and this life is the one where you realize that you can put, uh, pull that piece out and be safe, be, um, yeah, again, it's not safe. Be heard, I think it is. Be coherent. Um, there's a sense of loss and there's a sense of wasting your time or your energy of not being appreciated or it's just not worth it. Um, and it's not tied to really anyone else. It's more like a custodian within your heart that is like, no, too many things have happened and I'm only putting everything into motion when I know it's the right time. So for you right now, the biggest block is to decide this is the right time. You have the combination to that lock and you know how to put it into place to create flow and don't force it. I'm hearing don't push it, don't force it. This is something where as you decide uh, that being in the flow, being connected, being a fully integrated being uh, with all the wheels and cogs moving and connecting, 
uh, it's a joy, it's a pleasure, it's something you love and you know well. And yet there's been many times for different reasons that you've taken that one piece out and you've put this part of you in, as a custodian in charge of keeping it. Okay, that's it. That's very interesting. All right. All right, let's do a couple more. Adriana. Well, your third eye, this eye here is just very, very prominent. Um, it's like you have a giant eye on your forehead, literally goes from temple to temple here. That's what's standing out um, right now because of the intention we have to receive the optimal information for you. And you know this, you know that you can see between the worlds, you know that you have this ability to receive, to see, and to manifest. It's, um, it's like a house that's all built. It's complete. It's beautiful. It's very, very strong. So what's going on around it? Ah, okay. So I'm seeing also your nose and your mouth. Uh, and of course, this third eye chakra goes down here. And the throat comes up here when we meet. Um, speaking your truth, breathing the truth, seeing and knowing into these other realms, worlds, whatever it is that's coming for you. You see, you have some very specific skills in this area. You have a broad range of things that you can perceive, uh, but there's a very specific skill set that you are being called to acknowledge, to recognize. And I'm hearing you know what it is, and it's time to give it your attention, to give it your energy, to give it permission. Um, to come out. The other thing I'm seeing are your hands. So remember your crown chakra and your palm portals, your chakras here in your hands are the same. The seventh chakra here, the seventh chakra here. They actually form a triangle and there's eyes, so to speak, right here. 
So the eye here is so prominently uh, developed that it is what I call the command center. It is connected to your crown. And they're showing me for you to now consciously connect that here into your palms. We work a lot in light body healing with, um, with our palm portals because these can pull energy out. They can bring energy in. Um, they're, they're, they're very powerful portals. They need to be properly activated, protected, you know, have a filter. So what you're pulling out, what you're bringing in is optimal. Uh, but it's time for you to awaken that. And um, so uh, I'm seeing like a line of light coming from here down into each palm, across from each palm. This is a particular process we do in Light Body School. Um, and creating that gateway or triangle uh, in here. This is going to give you a new level of bringing these skills into the world but you have a lot to do with your hands. Now that doesn't mean necessarily hands-on or physical work with your hands, but the energetics of your hand chakras aligned to here, it's very important. Um, in light body healing, we awaken these chakras and 18 chakras total, including these, and we work with our hands to pull energy out, to bring it in, to scan, to see. So when I do the soul readings privately, um, I do that. I activate my palm portals. I scan your body. I'm doing a little bit of that now, but not the same way. Move the energies. So this connection, reconnecting you to this entire trinity, uh, this gateway. What happens when we awaken that, that gateway becomes literally like a gate that you can see through. You can put this in different directions. And um, you're a seer. S-E-E-R, seer, right? You can see. Uh, you are like a magician, but not like, you know, Mickey Mouse <laughs> with a broom, right? You can see through dimensions. You can uh, see energies and you can move and direct them. And taking this activation, connecting it with your palms is, is going to open a whole new doorway and dimension to who you are, what you can do with it. The only actual block I'm seeing uh, that I'm being shown is just a small thing in your throat, like a small nugget of, of energy that's concentrated there. And it's almost like a lump in the throat that is keeping you from being able to fully express all these things that you see or do or to uh, to communicate them. And uh, once you do this, once you see and feel and activate this, you work with this gateway, you get these hands moving and, and open, um, you're going to be able to feel into what this is. I'm not sure if it's a block or if it's a nugget of information that once it blossoms, opens, dissolves, you know, uh, stops being this very dense thing, that it will, um, sort of seeing it, you know, like an Alka-Seltzer, you can make that dissolve, but don't push it because it has some kind of power in there that's almost like was locked into a shell or a nut. And your voice is very, very powerful your uh, visionary skills are very, very powerful. 
and there's I'm not seeing a lot of obvious trauma and, and fears from other lives of using and stepping into that um, but that's a reality and there's some piece that has to come together yes oh okay thank you Adriana oh my goodness you guys are so beautiful All right, and I'm going to do Sunal. I hope I'm saying that right. Sunal Muki. Okay, Sunal, Sunal, Sunal. Ah, interesting. Okay. Wow. Well, you are some magnificent being. Um, you have a huge headdress, like feather headdress, like very elaborate, very enormous. Um, and energy headdresses, remember, these represented connection to spirit or awakened a crown chakra, um, psychic and, and mystical abilities, um, uh, all of those things. And you have just an enormous one. And you are strongly connected to Lemuria. Um, there's a, uh, for this life, you have intended to bring forward your skills, wisdom, and knowledge from that life in uh, Lemuria. Um, you have, crystals are very important to you. You don't necessarily have to have them, but it's a good idea. And if you can find a true Lemurian crystal, or maybe you have one, I would get that. Um, tune into the crystals, tune into Lemuria, tune into the energies there, because uh, it's time for you to remember the, the wisdom, the knowledge, and the, um, the skills. You had a lot of skills uh, I see you mixing and creating things and, and uh, they might be for healing. They're also for just all kinds of things. Um, you have a, a strong, uh, like a, I guess it's a stone. I can't quite tell. There's something right here, you know, over the third eye. And you know, there are a lot of cultures have a, stake here or a dot here or something this looks like some kind of a stone that's right here um so but you're very uh multi-dimensional multi-talented multitasking ability uh you're not tuned into one skill you have this sort of like uh, it's not accurate but like the medicine man right that that could do all kinds of different things and heal people from you know being possessed to to a broken leg to a mental trauma to so on 
So you have this very um, varied skill box and they're showing me it's time for you to dance. It's time for you to dance around the fire, dance around your, your, your life, dance in this uh, energies from Lemuria into this moment. You are an actual channel for a lot of the wisdom that went down with Lemuria, um, like Atlantis, a lot of our powers, skills, and knowledge were taken away intentionally or were lost, um, and we became ignorant to them because we misused those powers. And we're seeing that happen right now. Uh, the, the, the potential fall of the world while we're having the awakening. And so you're dancing these energies into the world energetically. You can also dance physically, uh, but very much with the headdress and with this tuned in to all kinds of energies. Uh, you're very good at channeling information and energies and bringing pieces together and weaving uh, kind of a, a web but like weaving people into their purpose um, purpose player purpose players purpose something i'm hearing something like this is one of the skills that you have is to bring the pieces together um, and open the illusion for people to be able to see and to step into their purpose uh, you're here for really all of us are but you have this lovely beautiful light wise but still joyful um energy uh to bring in the wisdom for us to connect our hearts and our minds so that all that we create as we move forward now is through the heart there's not this separation into power and manipulation and all this but through the heart. Ooh, a little Lemurian magic. Okay, anything else? No, but I love your outfit. <laughs> Beads and feathers and just all kinds of gorgeous things. When you dance, there's another message coming. When you dance, now you can physically dance, but this is energetically, right? Ooh, you know, the natives would dance or do, 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 and chant. Uh, that wasn't for entertainment, right? That was a connection, is to go into a trance, is to go into a communication and to open. When you do, you stir up all kinds of energies, cosmic energies. You blend everything together. You're like, um, we need you to be here in this world and space in order to step in for all of us to step into sync with the heart frequency of one mind and one heart. <laughs> I love watching this. Okay, so. Smoky Quartz is very, has an affinity for you. Um, if you want to connect to it, you can get a piece, but you can connect to it as well. Okay, beautiful. Wonderful. All right, so let me just tune in.
Okay, I'm going to do Tara now. Tara, Tara. <laughs> um, Now, when I do these one-on-one -on -one with you, if you're interested, um, there's, there's going to be more depth and you can go back and forth and ask questions and um, I'll do a, a more of a cleanse and, and, and then we'll do an anchoring and integration and we record it so you have it um, as well. Uh, but like I said, if you guys can give me feedback from what I say to you, I always appreciate that. It's fun to see. Um, gosh, you guys are gorgeous. Okay. Ooh, Tara. Tara is a communicator. Wow, I'm not even there yet. You're just like, woo. Well, you know, there's several goddesses, <laughs> Tara goddesses, white Tara, green Tara, um, and it's no mistake that you have this name. There's like a dancing team of these kinds of goddess energies um, with you. The way that it looks is like you're holding these ribbons and these ribbons are going out and they're dancing around you while you each hold an end of these beautiful shiny kind of satin ribbons that are different colors. And um, definitely if you're not familiar, I would find that hard to believe, but uh, to maybe remind yourself, read up on a few of the Taras. Green Tara in particular is, is uh, very strong for you, but all of the Tara energies you're a, a powerful manifester and you do it through communication. You do it with your voice. Uh, remember this throat center is not just voice communication, um, but you do, you manifest by clear communication with your higher wisdom and your creativity and flowing in that expression. And the block that I'm seeing is connecting all of these pieces, like all these ribbons going out, they're here, but they're like separate pieces in your hand. And there's this energy of connecting all the, the streams. Um, yeah, it's, it's all these streams of energy that will paint a bigger picture. And your manifestation abilities are very strong. You've done very well. It's, they're not consistent in 
aligning with what your intention is. And part of that is letting go and being more in the flow, not forcing your own opinions and manifestations and goals, especially now. That's what we're all meant to do. Stop having, oh, I need to be this. I need to have that. There might be something, there is something way bigger, way better if you turn around and go the other direction or look a different way. And so for you, it's been connecting all those streams, manifesting money or manifesting this, but not quite connecting it, having it sometimes, then it's, it's like a intermittent flow or roller coaster uh, flow type of thing. Um, it's just beautiful though. It's like a, a maypole dance of all this goddess energy around you um, and you're holding all of the streams. So now it's time to let them connect, to let them integrate here. Now you're holding them energetically in your hands. But what I'm seeing is once those connect, this is about you receiving. This is about you being willing to let them connect cup them, hold them, and let them move into you. So this left hand is your receiving hand, and it's your heart hand, okay? And this right hand, of course, is your male, uh, go out into the world, make it happen kind of hand. And so when you, um, literally, if you will hold your hands like you're receiving water or something, here and see and manifest just use the skills that you have whether you're aware of how you're doing it or not see these ends of these little streams or ribbons blending together and when they do there's going to be this influx of energy it's going to pour into your hands it's almost going to be like whoa i'm overflowing and then what i'm seeing you do because it's going to move up your arms and into your energy centers and spread but as you feel this do this five minutes a day for five days um, see uh, sit meditate tune into these energies tune into the streams and then hold your hands like this you might want to put them whoops, you might want to put them in your lap or something um, for five minutes but you're holding that and you're going to feel this hands begin to fill with that energy and they're going to overflow and then i want you to take it and pour it like this over your head and take it and pour it over your crown and take it and pour it over and just keep doing it anywhere you feel onto your body um, and sort of spread or bathe or wash or purify yourself with this energies. And well, I don't know what work you do, uh, but goddess energy is very, very powerful with you. And you're not out of balance by working with it. Um, there's a lot of information that is ready for you to come in. And it will not just help you manifest, it's going to be like codes and keys of how do you manifest from the feminine? How do you be in uh, the feminine intuitive energies as well as the masculine energies? Because this is what we're moving into. We've been forcing things to happen and using all that masculine energy and pushing and rushing. And you are really an expert at that you're very connected to how does feminine intuitive energy manifest how 
does those two, because you're a manifester, you're a manifesting expert, and um, not just for you or to teach people, but for the world. You're here to manifest many, many things for us, for everyone at this moment, and but you're going to be doing it um, and expanding doing it from fully embodying the divine feminine energy and the multiple um, you know, those goddesses with all the arms, it's sort of like that, the multiple ways, the spiritual and material um, riches, you know, the, the um, love and happiness and the purpose and the building and creating. So balancing those, but bringing through the thread of the divine feminine uh, into our world. Wow, when I'm seeing this movement happen, you're growing one of those hairdos, you know, those Thai Buddhas that have the little uh, temple-like hairdo? That's your pineal gland. It looks like a pine cone. It represents your activated pineal or crown. And so um, that's definitely very ready to manifest for you is this awakened ability here. You already have the ability to stay present um, and you don't need to worry about the masculine energy. You've got plenty of that. You might need to let go of, yeah, there you're going to have to let go of some of the patterns and beliefs like all of us that you've had around what it means to manifest, what it takes to manifest. But your entire purpose is to embody a new way of doing that through flow and connection, through co-creation, through love, through allowing, right, the cycles of life. This is time for this to die and it's time for this to be born. It's time for this to be in the womb, gestating, and it's time for this to bloom and to dance and to express uh, that divine love. Beautiful. Ooh. Belief. I'm just hearing that your biggest block is belief, belief that you're good enough, belief you can do it, belief that it will happen, belief that the, the feminine energy is as powerful as the masculine energy and so on. So beliefs are just energy structures and doing this and embodying this is going to help break those down. So um, do some weaving to move that energy. And uh, wow, thank you. All right. Okay, so that's it for today. Um, let me see. Joan, Jennifer, Francine, and Rio. I'm not going to get to you today, however, for this. Um, if you want to let us know, uh, we will include you in another one. Uh, and of course, Please, if any of you are interested, come do a session with me. Um, they're 45 minutes. We probably will go an hour. Uh, just depends. And they're recorded and um, so that you can listen later. And uh, they're a lot of fun and we can go deeper. Uh, so, oh, Noel, okay, I'll take a look at that. Noel, there we go. And uh, so, oh, wow, it's wonderful. So let's go ahead and just take a moment, all of us, Breathe into the infinity healing chamber. Let's give great thanks. So let's bring up gratitude. So in light body healing, 
um, in the mystery schools that I teach, we see gratitude as this very powerful state. It's flow. It's a multicolored spiral of the full color spectrum. And the spiral being that divine energy of creation. It's the infinite flow of the triquetra, which is the Celtic infinity symbol. That's all three worlds woven together with that circle. It's the endless flow of the tube Taurus and the seed of light and the infinite field and nothingness into the you and back out again. And it's powerful, full of lights and bubbles and flow. So feel that within you, around you, embody it. Let the gratitude move through your body and anchor whatever you received today. Everyone here was here for a reason. Everyone here received something, even if I didn't speak directly to you. And it's time for you to just send that gratitude down into your belly, into your root, down your legs and your feet and down into the earth. And now send it up into your heart and your throat and your hands and your head and all the way up into the infinite field. And now I want you to see yourself in the infinity healing chamber. And I want you to see yourself going around the chamber, sending this gratitude and love and light and hugs and whatever you want to do to each of the light body council, to your guides, to your higher self, to the all seeing eye, to the gold ray, to the flower of life, every element here. Gratitude. Gratitude. We give great, great thanks for this moment, this opportunity to come together, to share, to awaken, to cleanse, to heal, to reconnect, to disconnect, to shed the old and be willing to walk into the new. We thank the Light Body Council, the Gold Ray, the Flower of Life, the All-Seeing Eye, this moment. We thank our bodies, we thank our minds, we thank our entire energy structure, we thank our skills and our soul, and we ask at this moment, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am ready and willing to live the life my soul intended, to allow it to unfold in the optimal way, to receive graciously, to watch expectantly, and to accept that which is in every moment. Accepting in harmony and rising up into gratitude. Gratitude for who I am, for what I'm here to do, for the rest, rejuvenation, for the deconstruction, and for the birth of this new world, this new paradigm, this new me, I'm ready and willing to fully embody my soul purpose at the optimal rate, state, way for me at this time. And I'm ready to walk out into my day, into my house, into my relationships, into my mind, my emotions, and into my finances with gratitude, carrying with me that I am here with great divine powers, beauty, love, 
I have a purpose just by being me. I'm ready to be me at a deeper and greater level than ever before. I am safe. I am protected. I am connected. I am light. I am love. I am flow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. May this circle be open yet unbroken and the gratitude and the awakening and the delight and the adventure go with you with every breath and every step, with every thought and every look. And so it is. We give great thanks to the Crystal Kingdom, Gaia, and all of her elements, to all of those pieces in our lives that are ready to fall away, and all of those pieces that are ready to be birthed, to be recognized, and to be embodied. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, everyone. What a beautiful experience. You're all so gorgeous. The visions were so vivid. And um, there's a, a reason that you're all here. And it's so beautiful. Thank you. I want to give you my personal thanks for being uh, such amazing beings and being willing <laughs> to be weird, to be different, to step in, to be open, to look uh, deeper and to see further because this awakening at this moment is the most amazing and powerful time. And these things are going to shift. They're going to move. Um, yes, there's going to be some fear or some other things that will come up because we hold those in our bodies and we've held a lot of these patterns for a long time. Don't worry about it. Reach out to me if you want on Facebook or here. If you have any questions, if you want to share what comes up or happens, I'd love to hear that. Um, talk to me about doing a session or more of them and come and join me on Saturday so we can connect with the Light Body Council and get some channeled messages from Gaia. So I'm going to just take a moment to check the chat and see what you guys said. Ooh, so exciting. Um, oh, I'm going to have to look at these later. So wonderful. Ah. So Julie said, said to me privately, yes, uh, um, and some more information uh, about what she received. And oh, good, Francine gave us her email. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was perfect. So Julie, you're welcome. Um, oh, I'll put your name down here. Uh, thank you, Sandra and Jean. Great. Uh, Denise says, thank you. The block makes a lot of sense. And if you guys get share with me privately, I'm not going to read it out loud, but um, good. And Karen Sue said, wow, working on absorbing all the beautiful guidance and the light. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Lindy, hi. Pamela, hi. Noelle, hi. Adriana, thank you so much. I'm excited about working more with my hands. A wave of tiredness just flowed over me and I can't stop yawning. Big, deep yawns. I might have to go lay down. That's perfect. You know that yawning, um, belching, 
that's purging. That's a way of letting energy out. I mean, yes, it might mean you're tired, but a wave of, of, of tiredness is really great. So go lay down, integrate, be gentle with yourselves. A lot of times this information or this work really is deep and you might be surprised <laughs> at some of the things you feel. Um, you're welcome, Sonal. And... Oh, okay, uh, Jill, I got your message. I'll write that down. And thanks, Dan and the Light Body Healing Council for this amazing opportunity. Shaya said, you're welcome. And Dawn says privately, so I won't read the whole thing, but wow, Nan, your reading today was very accurate. Um, oh, wow, yeah. Ooh, I can't wait to read all of that. Thank you. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Adriana. And... Jennifer, thank you, Francine. Oh, you're welcome. So Francine also asked, how do you cleanse? And um, there's a lot of ways to cleanse. Uh, in the Light Body class right now is like $169 or two payments of 97 at light, infinitylightweaving.com. Um, if that's something you can do, I would highly recommend it because it's really, really um, powerful. Uh, there's all videos in a membership site, there's teachings, there's meditations, there are daily activations, and you learn how to weave energy in so many different ways, and you learn how to activate your basic light body, you learn how to do some cleanses, and we also gift you with the Gratitude Power Program, which we were playing with at the end. So cleansing is using and moving energy through you in a way with that intention. Um, so like I said, like the cosmic cleanse, we use two different rays and we bring it up through us and out. So you can ask um, if you don't have any of the training, uh, you can just ask, you know, you say, I'm ready and willing and open and receptive. Those words set up your field. Those are your command to your body, to your mind, to everything, because you're in charge. Um, and to say, I'm ready and willing and I'm open and receptive, ready. Willingness is a state of being just below acceptance. And so it's when you're willing, it means, okay, I'm willing to let it go. I'm willing to let it move. I don't need to know it. If something comes up when you're doing this, if you meditate after, if you follow something I told you to do, if you cleanse, whether you're weaving energy or you're moving the color, light, or energy through you, pay attention to that. Because a lot of energies go, a lot of blocks go without us having to know what they were. However, if we go and we just say, okay, nothing came up, but it went, that's great. Or if you have one or two thoughts or memories or feelings, ask yourself, what does it remind you of? Oh, I felt this way when I was three, when this happened, or my dog died or whatever. Um, those are just little clues to sort of show you the connections that you have. Uh, but cleansing is just asking divine energy to move through you and cleanse away the blocks, attachments, um, energies, agreements that no longer serve you. That's the simplest way to do it. Um, then when you get a little more skilled or you have a little more practice or you learn some more tools, there's a lot of other ways. We have a light body cleanse that you, that you get to learn as well in, as infinity light weaving. Then light body healing is more in depth. You can go through that as well, but this is the first module of that and it's quite in depth and it gives you a lot of things to play with. So um, that and then just trusting the other way to cleanse is to actually stand under a shower and imagine that that water is like light and it's not just going over your body, but it's going through your field or through your mind. 
um, all forms of cleansing. I go in the ocean because of the salt water. If you're not near that, having a salt bath is great. Um, but calling on elementals, uh, because everything's conscious energy. Even this wall here is conscious. Um, so water, air, earth, fire, you know, all these things are conscious energies. Fire is an excellent cleanser. Be careful when you use fire elemental energy, because it's more Mm, it burns, right? But if you feel like I need to just burn this away, I would use the violet flame, the violet light of fire. It is the seventh ray of creation out of the 12. And it is very powerful on this planet. Kuan Yin uh, holds that energy. The dolphins play with it a little bit. Saint Germain held that energy a lot. And it's a flame energy, but it's such a high frequency. It's violet that it's more like using cleansing energy, like you know, a flame, it's just, it's gone. And there's no residue to clean up, right? Sometimes when we use fire elemental energy, there's these ashes left, right? And then we want to blow those away. So that's another really great way to cleanse. And that's a great topic. I like that question. And maybe I'll do a podcast on that as well. So, all right, everyone. Love you all. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. I hope I see you on Saturday at 10 a.m. Central for our channeled messages from Gaia and our journey with the Light Body Council. So take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>